Welcome to your weekly dose of comedy with your host, Dana Pereira. Where's our participation trophy? We are back with another episode of Where's Our Participation Trophy. I'm Dana Pereira, and today I have the sexiest accent woman. (laughs) (laughs) We have Miss Francois. How you doing? I am good. Thank God I don't have to say because I always make sure to let everyone know I have one of the sexiest accents in the world and you could Google that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I didn't Google it. I took your word for it, but I was listening to all of your videos and stuff like that, that you have posted on your social media. And I was like, damn, I think she's right. That's that's pretty hot. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So Whenever you think of accents, is there an accent out there that you find the sexiest? You know what it is? When you watch a lot of television growing up in the Caribbean, I think the the television define what you think is sexy. So obviously it's like the French or the English accent, you know, because those are the ones you have the romantic movies, so forth and so on. And you think of French charming having that French accent, even if you have no idea what he's talking about. I always found it really funny. Whenever I was younger, I moved across the country. And whenever I moved across the country, even though everybody still spoke the same language, you have like different ways of saying things. And people would tell me all the time, like, oh, you have an accent. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? No, I don't. (laughs) No, because I I used to tell people that like when I came to this country, I, where I lived in New Jersey before, it, they didn't have a lot of foreigners there. So they always used to ask me, say something, say something, because they didn't understand what I was saying. But in my mind, especially I came here in my late, in my teens. So I was like, they don't know that. I don't even understand what they're saying because they have an accent. But, you know, no one thinks of it that way. But we all have accents. Yes. I remember not too long ago, maybe, oh, I guess it was long ago. Fuck, time flies. Uh, 2014, I went to England. I went to London and I was at a bar and all of a sudden the guy next to me just stopped and he went, oh my God, she's American. Oh my God. Oh my God. Say something. Talk to me. Talk. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say, but (laughs) you're like, but but people people put you on the spot like that. Then it makes you uncomfortable because when they do it to me, I'm like, hi. Yeah, this is me talking with an accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's such when people put you on the spot. It's something like when someone says, tell me about yourself. And you're like, my name is um, like, what? (laughs) And that's like the default too. tell me about yourself. Okay, I'm 39 years old. I'm from Pittsburgh. Uh, You know, like there's man getting put on the spot like that. You're like, I don't know what the fuck to say. My big toe is the largest on my foot. And no, uh, everyone knows that (laughs) the truth comes out. (laughs) I like when you say you don't say when you were young, you say when you were younger. I like that. (laughs) I don't think I did that on purpose, but (laughs) because like my dad always says, you're not old, you're just older. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I like older and wiser. I'm definitely one of those people that, um, I, I look back on my twenties and I don't miss it. I don't miss any of it. Those were the days when you thought you were really smart. And now that you're older, you realize, oh my goodness, why someone didn't tell me. And I'm sure they did. You just didn't listen. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. You look like the, you look like those kind of people. Mm-hmm. They know you look like you got yourself in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I got myself in some trouble for sure. I love it though, because now, because I'm older and wiser, I can look back on it and uh, learn from it. You know, like I know, like I feel like all of my 20s was just helping me learn lessons to get to where I am today. And I'm going to continuously fuck up and I'm going to continuously learn from my Once mistakes. Once you know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what is sad part? They always say you make mistakes and you learn from it. But I always say there's a lot of people that actually keep making the same mistakes well into their 40s, 50s and ongoing and still going, I don't get it. Why is it not working? So, you know, at least you're one of the few that actually learned and acknowledged that and do something different. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I had a rough go of it in my 20s, so I definitely feel better now. And it was funny because I was looking again at your social media. I did a little bit of stalking, a little. Just a little. Okay. A lot of stalking. (laughs) I like it when the men do it, but I guess you're all right. (laughs) And it says on there, ask me how to get over your breakups. Oh, and you're like, God damn, I need to talk to her. Wait, do you have a man, Dana? I do. I'm married. God. I've been with we my husband hate 11 you. years. Yeah. We hate you. We uh, with Some woman is thinking like, how do we steal her man? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a good one too. He's a good one to steal too. Okay, so if you I'm were going to steal a man, it'd be I'm mine. Taking you'd notes, take. taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, because a lot of people, a lot of people always think I'm like all this great, like, you know, expert on relationships. And I'm like, it's not what you actually think. I'm like, I'm an expert at getting over relationships because I've had enough breakups, you know, <laughs> that I don't lay in my bed all day, cry and don't eat and just talk to my, to my friends and tell them the same story over and over. I've gotten, I guess, good coping mechanism and good ways in which you don't have to do all of that you don't have to gain weight and you don't have to lose weight and you don't have to look like crap to say to show everyone you're getting over a relationship so like even when I came up with the different steps to getting over relationships I always say it's my experience but you know how much girlfriends you have and how much stories you have heard and after a while a lot of the things that we use a lot of us use it without even know knowing that we're using it Mm -hmm. so you want to know some of these steps because even though you're you're happily married and we all hating on you and we want to get to you you (laughs) never know when he's gonna fuck up I mean he screws up all the time too so I might need these at some point probably not but I might not you though I like how it's not you it's him okay oh no yeah he's definitely always the one (laughs) (laughs) that's not true I screw up plenty (laughs) in fact I just had to apologize to him Oh, two days ago, because he was like looking over my shoulder and I was watching a TikTok and I thought it was hilarious. And I thought that it was very uh, easily explained via the TikTok. But he was asking me like, well, wait, what what do you mean? What what does that mean? And I was like, oh, my God, just go away. (laughs) He went upstairs and he texted me and he was like, I don't like it when you do that to me, when you make me feel bad for asking questions. And I was like, oh. You're right. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Know. I don't even like you, Dana. Oh <laughs> it was I so know it's funny. I like how he went up in his room and he texts you. The poor guy was scared. He was like, I don't know. He couldn't even call. He couldn't. You all in the same place. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to text her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we both have learned that we need to get out of each other's space 
when we're being moody with each other. So separation and then like taking a beat and thinking it through. Uh, But he texted me and he was like, I don't like it when you do that. And I was like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I was grouchy. I'm starting my period. Like I'm just taking it out on you. That's to show you, you have grown. Some other woman might be like, and what's the big deal? I don't see the problem. You acting like a child. Oh my God, would you grow up and be a man? You see, so that's growth because you listen, you understood and you apologize. Oh my God. See, you could be teaching so many people. Yeah, well, I, I'm a big fan of owning your bullshit. You know, nobody out there is perfect. And, you know, and, and whenever you screw up, I think the world would just be so much better if people could just own their bullshit and be like, yeah, I was going through something. My bad. You know, <laughs> too bad. It's so hard for so many people. That that's like, oh, my God, as I say, some of the hardest word is I love you or I'm sorry. So, you know, but- yeah. For sure. For sure. So tell me, I I know that you have like a a book, correct? Yes. It's called Let That Effing Man Go. (laughs) Sassy. I like it. (laughs) It's five plus steps to getting over a breakup. And I like to tell people that it's let that and I have a bunch of symbols in the middle and then it has man go. So it's let that beep man go and I always tell someone just imagine when you're getting over a relationship you're not all happy and cherry you're angry most of the time so I put those symbols there so you can release so you can be like any word you want to add in the middle there let that beep let that effing and I made it into like a book slash journal because so many thoughts and so many things are running through your mind when you're going through a breakup. Is it me? Is it them? I, is my family? It's just, it's a lot. I should have known. I saw the sign. It was a blue flag, a red flag. So all these different emotions comes up. And I think it's a lot of, it's therapeutic too, you know, to write some of these situations or emotions you're going through. So let me tell you, I always like to start with one of my favorite out of the five. And I always mm-hmm. tell people it's five plus. I mean, it's really six, but I know people are not that smart as me, but you know, I was trying to be cool. Five plus, right? <laughs> so one of my favorite is I always link with friends, right? And I always like to tell people, people is like, yeah, I'm going to get my girlfriend. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go to the bar. Like Dana was in the bar when she oh. went away. I, I didn't want to say nothing. That's how I got over most of my breakups. I was <laughs> You you get right. over so, somebody by getting under somebody. Right. So you see exactly. So that's what I tell people. I said no. Those are not the friends. Don't hang out with Dana. You all yeah. when you Bad got influence. to break up. Okay. So I always tell people. They have those people be like, yeah, put on this dress, show all these titties, all your butt out, and pick up a man because you don't need. No, I'm like those are not the friends you need to hang with mm-hmm. at that point in time. You need the friends that would actually just listen. And honestly, you're going to be talking and sad. you're going to be sad. You're going to be crying, all these things, but you need the friend that's just going to be there and be more understanding. So I always tell people, just be conscious of your friends. We have different kinds of friends It have the friends that are going to drink and get drunk and pass out. Maybe you hang out with that person once every three months, you know? <laughs> you have to you know the encouraging one that's going to be supportive that's someone you want to keep in your circle you know be conscious of the circle you're in like me I call I have about two and I call them confidants because these these days we use friends so loosely friends with benefits bff and I'm like friends sleep with your your boyfriend or girlfriend so maybe that's not the best word all, all the time you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's one of the those are acquaintances <laughs> 
Because he says, everybody's your friend. That's my friend. And I'm like, no, you're not. I get in all kind of trouble because people's like, well, we're friends. I'm like, no, have you been to my house? Did I come over the Thanksgiving dinner? I, no. So, and they get upset with me and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm I one love, of those. I'm just straight. I love that you own that though. You're like, no, because, because people do just kind of throw around that term so loosely. Like they met you once at a bar and you did a shot together or something. And now all of a sudden you're friends or, and I think social media has a lot to do with that too, because Facebook, they use the word friends so exactly everybody is your friend oh my goodness so no make sure you're conscious of who these friends are and like I said I call it confidence I feel like to me when you look up the word confidence also it feels like someone that you can can lead you that you can close your eye and they can take you anywhere and you don't have to think about it and get worried you know that's the mm-hmm. kind of people you want to keep in your tiny circle okay and they say you're lucky if you have two or three of those in your lifetime because we don't have a lot of those hundred percent. And I, I know I'm I pretty smart. You're very smart. <laughs> I think that's something that you also learn with age. Whenever I was in my twenties and I was partying, I was the same way. Oh, my friends, oh, look at all my friends. And then as I got older, I, I have like that small group of people, you know, that I can count on and that are really my friends. Then there's like your friends, your tight, close group of friends. And then there's the people that know you, but they don't know you and you know that they would like stab you in the back or like talk about you when you're gone or whatever. You have a lot of those, Dana. You see, like no, when you talk, I, you're like, th- you're like thinking, like, I remember Sarah. I, thank God I don't talk to her no more. <laughs> well, because I consider friends, like I have a girlfriend, Cynthia. Cynthia, I love you so much. She is, um, she is my cheerleader. She is there to tell me, like, she will give it to me straight and honest. And she will also lift me up. She is all about lifting up. And I got rid of all of the other friends a long time ago. If you're not lifting me up, if you're not in my corner, if you and I can't lift each other up, I should say. Uh, Exactly. then I don't want it. I, I have no time for it anymore. I'm, I'm getting older. I don't have time for that bullshit. You know? Isn't it amazing how these things come with age? Like you don't even realize it until you're, you're going through something in particular. And you're like, when I was 20, I would have done this. Now I'm 35. And like, oh no, like, why are you talking to me? I'm done. It's yeah. amazing how the shift happens and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maturity. <laughs> I'm an adult. The same stuff you were telling your parents. No, your parents don't know nothing that has become you. <laughs> yes. Oh God. You know what? I like it though. I like it. I, I think about it. I'm always like, oh my gosh, under like, you know, cause you get older. I mean, Botox covers it for me now, but um, I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm getting wrinkles. And I was like, yeah, but how fucking lucky am I that I have smile wrinkles, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's a good thing. I shouldn't be that's sad true. about it. I don't want to be like, mm. <laughs> all the time you know I, I want to be happy <laughs> yes I totally agree <laughs> uh, uh, so let me tell you what my second favorite in yes. the five I'm not going to tell you all the five yeah no you got to go I, get the book for that 
Exactly, right? But one of the things is I, I name each title kind of strange. So the other one was called Clean House. So a lot of people, I think I named my title certain way because people are going to go, well, what? That's just dumb. Like, uh, what? Clean House? So I said, it's it's just like this, right? When you with someone, you have the pictures, you have the underwear, you have the t-shirts, you, you have so much, you know, you have the letters, the email. Now it's 2021, the taxes, yeah. <laughs> right? And the emails, whatever the case might be. And I tell people that sometimes it's time to clean house, as in you need to separate yourself from certain things because it's always going to bring back a memory. You're going to be sleeping in the t shirt, you're going to be sniffing the t shirt. Girl, I know I sniffed a few t shirts in my time. <laughs> I sniffed right? so, I, I relate. Yeah. <laughs> so people need to separate themselves. Otherwise, you're going to keep bringing up memories. And sometimes, you know what's strange? Even though you break up and it's a good reason why you break up, you always tend to go back to those nice little times when you all had dinner, when you all walked in the park. And, and that's why you need to somewhat disconnect because you're going to be playing over the same thing over and over in your head. Keep in mind, people don't just immediately up and break up. It has to be something along the way that caused the breakup. So mm -hmm. sometimes you do need to remember that to keep you focused on why you broke up, but disconnect yourself from certain things. So someone once asked me, but if he bought me a big screen TV, I was like, girl, I know I got one of those. He had bought me, my phone was like $600. I'm like, I'll say this. I say get crazy. But if you know for a fact that the phone or the big screen TV is definitely going to keep bringing up emotional stuff and have you crying and sobbing, then you honestly going to need to separate yourself from it or get rid of it. Because me, the, I was fine with my phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my phone broke nothing up for me. <laughs> no emotional attachment whatsoever. <laughs> right. And I always tell people, I say, you don't want to go to prison, right? So if he has a bunch of stuff he left there, I, I don't get crazy and break up stuff. And Miss Francois told you to get rid of it. Hey, I ain't coming in court for you. Okay. So I always tell people, send a text, send an email. Cause you don't want too much phone calls. Cause the phone call is going to be like, you remember the time? No. To tell him to pick up his stuff at a certain period of time. If he didn't make sure you keep that screenshot or that email. So in case he takes you to court, Mm -hmm. right yeah. but I tell people let's make some money because again it has some things that you might be able to sell it has so much apps out there it have certain things you can give to the salvation army and someone might be able to help someone or some things you might need to burn so I was like you know so it's like think about these things you know and this is when your confidant comes in trying to help you with these things and help you sort through certain things because if you keep these things and you're waking up next to the picture every day you're never gonna you're never gonna move forward. You're never gonna transition or to the next chapter in your life. You're gonna stay stuck, right, Dana? Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and you're basically just torturing yourself, you know, like you're basically saying to yourself over and over and over again that you do not think that you are worthy enough to move on from this relationship that doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. And you're holding on to nothing, really. Because you know what's the, the sad part, especially for us women as emotional creatures? He already moved on. He's sleeping with Jennifer, Dana. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, yes, he's already out there doing all the things. All exactly. the things. And you're crying like, why? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I mean, a lot of my listeners already know this, but Whenever my husband and I first got together 11 years ago, we were very toxic. We were awful to each other. We broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together constantly. And then at one point I was like, okay, enough. 
and I blocked him from everything. I blocked him on phone. I blocked him on email. I, I blocked him on social media, everything. And then he started leaving notes on my car. <laughs> he went back to the old school. <laughs> and then he was sending me flowers to work, but I was done. I had told him because I, at the time, whenever I met my husband, I already had two small children. And I knew for me that I wanted to be married and that I wanted more children and he could not commit to that. And so finally I was like, look, bro, shit or get off the pot. Like, you know, you're not going to, I'm not going to just wait around for you. And he, he couldn't do it. So I was like, all right, well then I'm done. Because I think at that point I was like 31 or 32 and I felt my biological clock ticking and I was like, it's. (laughs) I want to have more babies. And if you're not going to, you know, put a ring on it, right. then mama got to go. And so I cut him off and didn't respond to him for a, a while. And then lo and behold, he was like, no, I do want to marry you. I do want to have babies with you. And we got back together and two babies and almost six years of marriage later, here we are. <laughs> wow. And, and that's good to see it, but that's good. So sometimes some men do need a little shake. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when they realize they look around and be like, I'm about to lose this. Like, hell no. You know, so that that's a great story. Yeah. You know, because some people be like, all right, well, fine. What's good? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came to his senses. <laughs> and see, now it's 11 years later. Yeah. Good, Dana. I'm so proud. You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I need to take some notes from you. Yeah. Well, don't take notes from me. I will actually know. I'll just tell you everything that I screwed up and then you can learn from my mistakes. Because right? <laughs> I did a lot of that. Um, you know, I asked some of my listeners to send in some of their reasons for breaking up with people. So I want you to tell me deal breaker or not deal breaker. Oh, let me hear this. Me <laughs> the first one says, she chewed with her mouth open all the damn time. Okay, that but he didn't want to be with that person in the first place. He didn't. He that was just an excuse because he couldn't find anything else. Uh huh. So he's like, ah, that sounds like a real good excuse to him in his mind. And no, that was not nothing. He could have helped her clo- chew with her mouth closed. Yeah, he could have been I, like, chuck, right? chuck, close exactly. <laughs> So anything that like that, that you could easily have somewhat fixed or done something to go around, please. He was already sleeping with her friend. So that's yeah. why he broke up with her. I know him. What's his name? John? No. <laughs> uh, this one says, she snored too loud. Get out while you can. I really like my sleep. I have a friend <laughs> that she does snore really loud and he actually just goes on in the living room he's like I can't deal with it <laughs> but but you see he loves her enough that okay you know I, I could find some way to deal with it maybe I'll have to sleep in the living room more often but again this is 2021 there are things to put on your nose there are surgeries you could have so come on again that's that's the same John she was snoring and she threw her mouth open Okay, why do you keep sending these questions? That you can smother people with. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I actually just saw, um, I don't know if it was an article or if I listened to it somewhere, but it was about couples nowadays. Like it is not mandatory to share a bed to, um, you know, be in a marriage anymore. Like some couples in order to save their marriage, they still have sex and stuff like that, but they're not 
sleeping in the same room because of issues like that snoring or moving too much or and stuff like I, that I, I said it you know as things 2021 and beyond and everything is okay and everyone is changing up all this stuff if that supposedly works for them fine but I, then again that could be two percent you know yeah and again it could have so much people don't realize just because you hear a sentence like that you don't know what's happening behind the scenes again I always say when we try to give people advice in other people's relationship we're not the one when the door closes and they pillow talking and you know together and making love and then they come back and say yeah and I can't be no so we don't know what's going on for me hell to the no it's yeah. just like in life in general you need connection you need touch you need to be held you know all these things shows a whole and then remember we have love languages I don't know maybe their love languages was just affirmation you come and you tell me I love you I'm good but again yeah. everyone is different so if it works for them great but I am working for me yeah I don't think that I would be okay with that either like I, I love my husband. I want him to be next to me. I actually find some of his quirks while he sleeps endearing. Like he sometimes <laughs> talks in his sleep and I'm always like, cause I, I'm a very light sleeper. So whenever he starts talking, I'm always listening. So I can tell him the next day what he said. <laughs> oh, girl, that's the best time to ask them questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would even ask him. Like, I, maybe that's the best time to like plant information, like what I want for yeah. Christmas or something. Yes, I'm the girl. I'm telling you that works. <laughs> Some people I have spoken to while they talking to sleep, they actually answer you. So try. Don't don't tell that's, him those, but try. Mm, I'm gonna have to try that for sure. Because probably two times a month he'll talk in his sleep, and he's always like, "No, don't go." You know, like it's always like. You see, you have traumatized him from 11 years ago. Okay. He's still suffering. That's just wrong. (laughs) So here's an interesting, this is a controversial one. I'm curious what you think of this one. This guy broke up with his girl because she wouldn't give him head. Damn right. He's right. What's the problem? (laughs) Next question. I don't care. That's not controversial. (laughs) What? No, we all have certain things we're into. Like if you check out some of my Instagram, one of the number one thing is I said, if you don't eat pussy, this, I'm not going to continue. I don't care how wonderful you are, you, how you get along with my family. What That has nothing to do. I have certain things I desire uh-huh. and I'm not settling. Okay. So he was damn right. All right. She, okay. Okay. That's not controversial. That makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be glad to hear that. I'm sure. Um, this one said one girl asked me to pee on her. So he broke up with her. What do you think of that one? You see, you know what? It will start with peeing. Then she wants him to shit on. Hey, see, he already saw the signs. He's like, okay, then it will be vomit on me. So, hey, it's, not everybody can deal with certain things. Like, so I always tell you the example. Some people don't mind their man or girlfriend cheat once in a while. They still stay with them. I have a problem with people peeing on me, shitting on me, trying to vomit. And he's like, if it starts with peeing, he's not trying to do the rest of the thing. So that run. Yeah. <laughs> don't look back okay, there's some kinky of shit going on <laughs> there are some people I do another show called the dirty little secrets club and they send me in their dirty little secrets and there are a lot of people's kinks that they hide from their significant others and I always like wonder about that like there are some men that write into our show and they tell us that they're bisexual and their wife doesn't know and they're off getting you know blowjobs you know when their wife doesn't know about it 
That's the problem. It's a relationship, right? Again, we're not going to tell our spouses every tiny thing. Yeah. But at the same time, this is a person, especially if you're married and you have the vows and this is the person you're committed to, you know what I'm saying? Then you're lying to yourself and the person you're with. Then that's not a relationship. You yeah. know, so it's either you try to work it out with, regardless if it's therapy, or psych, you know, talking to your pastor, whatever works for you. If that's not the case, then you should honestly try to let, not try, you should let that person go because you still have things you need to deal with. And maybe you need to find a partner that likes being peed on and you could pee on her and they both, everyone pee. Yeah. <laughs> Golden showers for everyone. Because <laughs> exactly. I have nothing against it. But again, I don't pee on me when I, no, thanks. so um i'm going to try and dive a little deeper into miss francois well go ahead dive dive could you (laughs) tell us one of your worst breakups and how you got over it oh let me see one two three four five all right (laughs) (laughs) i think one of my worst breakups was when you think you find the person for you the love of your life this person check me should i tell that story or that story Nah, this story that's the most fresh one right this was 2018 like he was perfect he saw me eight days out of the week 25 hours a day he was there 